Minnesota lawmakers pass a law establishing a public option health plan. Troubled insurtech company Bright Health sells its Zypnosis telehealth platform. And pharmacy benefit managers will be subject to new transparency guidelines under newly proposed rules from CMS. It's Thursday, May 25th. I'm Jay Carlyle Larson, and this is Just Healthcare Daily, where you get the headlines in health business and policy news in 10 minutes or less. Minnesota is one step closer to offering a state-funded public health insurance option for its residents. Legislation passed this week requires the state to apply for a waiver from the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services to implement a public insurance option slated to begin in 2027. The public option would expand Minnesota Care, a state health plan offering low premiums and covering people at 200 percent of the federal poverty level by removing the income cap. Lawmakers also voted to expand Minnesota Care access to more than 40,000 undocumented individuals who reside in the state and meet certain income requirements. Payers operating in the state and groups representing employers opposed the legislation. They claimed a public option would lead state residents to shift away from private plans. They also argued that it would not adequately reimburse health systems and providers enough for them to stay in business. Democratic legislators and Democratic Governor Tim Walz have been pushing to effectively expand Minnesota Care into a low-cost public option for years. However, for the first time in eight years, Democrats control both chambers of the state legislature and the governor's office. The bill now heads to the governor's desk, where Walz is expected to sign it. Minnesota joins three other states that currently offer or will offer a public option for residents. Both Colorado and Washington state already have public options available for residents. And Nevada's public option is expected to be available beginning in 2026. Amid financial woes, insurtech company Bright Health has sold its telehealth platform Zypnosis to health tech startup Florence. In an announcement Wednesday, Florence, a patient intake and tracking technology company, said that its acquisition will broaden its product offerings with both synchronous and asynchronous virtual care. Zypnosis specializes in online diagnosis and triage, and it partners with health systems across the country, including SSM Health and the Medical University of South Carolina. Florence purchased Zypnosis after formally launching last month and receiving $20 million in seed funding from Thrive Capital, Google's venture arm GV, and Salesforce Ventures. Florence acquired Zypnosis in an all-cash deal but did not reveal the purchase price. Bright purchased Zypnosis in 2021, shortly before its IPO, in an effort to expand its telehealth business. Last month, the co-founders of Zypnosis sued Bright Health in a Minnesota court, alleging that Bright executives defrauded them by concealing information ahead of the company going public. 
bright sale of Zipnosis comes as the InsurTech attempts to avoid bankruptcy. In March, it announced it had overdrafted its $350 million credit facility. In addition to Zipnosis, Bright is also looking to sell off other lines of business in order to bolster its finances. Most recently, the company announced it was taking offers for its California Medicare Advantage business, which currently has around 125,000 members. Bright previously exited the ACA exchanges and announced it would not offer Medicare Advantage plans in Florida ahead of the 2023 plan year. The company recently underwent a reverse stock split in order to remain on the New York Stock Exchange. As of market close Wednesday, stocks were trading at less than $11 per share. The Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services issued a new draft rule that would require pharmacy benefit managers to be more transparent about certain areas of their business. Under the proposed rule released on Tuesday, PBMs that contract with Medicaid would be required to show the prices they pay for drugs. The rule is an effort to rein in so-called spread pricing, which is when PBMs charge health plans and payers more for a prescription drug than what they reimburse to the pharmacy, ultimately the difference as a profit. CMS is also proposing to require PBMs to report the cost of the covered outpatient drug and dispensing separately from any other fees they charge to a health plan. The PBM lobbying group, the Pharmaceutical Care Management Association, told Modern Healthcare in a statement that it looks forward to working with CMS to address the problems that the agency identified and placed the blame of high-cost drugs on pharmaceutical companies. PBMs have not only drawn the ire of regulators, but federal lawmakers as well. Both a Senate and a House committee have approved bringing bills to their respective floors that would rein in PBMs, including making spread pricing illegal and requiring that PBMs provide employers with data on prescription drug spending. The Federal Trade Commission is also investigating alleged PBM practices, including opaque reimbursement methods, charging fees and clawbacks to unaffiliated pharmacies, and negotiating rebates and fees with drug makers that potentially skew formulary incentives, impacting the costs of prescription drugs for payers and patients. This is Just Healthcare Daily. I'm Jay Carlisle Larson. Thank you so much for listening. If you like the show, please leave us a rating or a review. It helps other listeners find the program. You can check out more insights on healthcare business and policy news at JustHealthcare.com. You can also get these insights emailed directly to your inbox when you subscribe to our newsletter, The Weekly Gist. The Gist Healthcare podcast is an independent production of Gist Healthcare, a Kaufman Hall company.